podcast about that time, you already know. Turn the speakers up, man, it's time to stop the show. John Tanner, Ryan Rogers, DJ Jeremiah. We bringing the heat, man, it's drunk, be fire like, bruh. We in the field, we in the field, bruh. We in the field, we in the field. Just put it in work, we raising the bar. You tuned in to the track stop. Yeah, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Reicher, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah was good. All right, all right. Track stars has partnered with Flavor Fest Summit Atlanta. It's going to be in our city June 10th. Y'all, so make sure that you're in the building. Go to flavorfest.org for tickets. Track stars is going to be doing a workshop this year. Yeah. So we're excited about that. So make sure you come in out June 10th, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. And then don't just stay for the workshops. Don't just stay for the summit. Make sure you come back for the concert that evening. It's going to be crazy. Let you know all how we do. So make sure that you go to FlavorFest.org today. All right? You'll hear more about that in the next hour, too. Man, we got Jimmy Cravity in the building. How you yeah. doing, sir? What's happening? What's doing good? Well. What's good? Man, well. thank you so much for joining us, man. It's an honor. Pleasure. Pleasure, man. Just finding out that we were old classmates. So yeah. it's a small world, man. <laughs> Real small world. So, man, I, I just, man, I got so many questions for you. First of all, um, I, I heard you worked on Tadashi's album. Yeah. You did some writing on there. Talk, yep. talk about how you got connected with him. Uh, that's great, man. Tadashi is a lyrical prowess, just a great rapper. I've yep. always loved what the Reach guys are doing over there. Mm-hmm. Um, how we initially got connected, um, I think I met Lecrae through, had to be through some of like the passion events that I was a part of yeah, and kind of met Lecrae. We kind of worked a little bit. Some of the folks like Ace Harris is the A&R over yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Ace worked on my EP, the oh, Heaven wow. EP. Okay. I was, I played guitar, was on the road with Trip yeah. Lee. You know, I started off as a musician. Yeah. So okay. I would go on the road and play shows with Trip and I met Tadashi and so we kind of connected that way and uh, we wrote on some records together at, down at Reach a bunch and uh, I sent him a couple records. There's a Heaven for Us is a song that was on Tadashi's joint, awesome, and he man. really rocked with it. And so I was like, man, yeah. I also wanted to know how the, the You Know My Name, the Tasha Cobbs collab happened. Like, what, how did that come together? It's so crazy. Like, uh, you know, as a musician, you're always doing songs. You're always working. Um, so I was working on a song actually called Hallelujah that came out on my EP, uh, mm-hmm. the Heaven EP. I was working on that for Lecrae's project. Lecrae and the A&R was like, man, I think it'd be great if it went, if Tasha was on it and Crowder was on it. So I'm in the wow. airport going to a show in D.C. And it's, the show is canceled because people are passing out. They didn't have enough water. <laughs> <laughs> so we were there at the show. Cut. We're coming back home early, and Tasha is at the airport. And I see her, and I'm like, yo, I was just at Reach. We were just working on a record, and Lecrae was talking about, hey, can we get you on it? Can you come by the studio? She came by and cut it. It didn't actually come out on Lecrae's record, but so we made that it. connection then. And it was like, she asked me to, uh, that album came out in 2017. Uh, she had like 15 worship leaders come to Atlanta. We recorded mm. at Doppler. Oh. We're in rehearsal. And she was like, yo, do you want to sing the first verse on wow. the song? Wow. And I was like, yeah. That, that video was like at like 174 million views. It's wow. crazy. It blew up. It's like the music industry. That mm-hmm. song had been out for about two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It went number one for two years after that and wow. became a gold record. It's close to becoming platinum now. So wow. it was just like, 
And I was hit. I hit her label and was like, hey, "Are y'all are y'all pushing this?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "No, this is all organic." Wow, wow. the growth on it was organic, and it was two years after it was out. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. How does that? How do you think that happens? I feel like that record specifically, um, the collaboration. I feel like my voice is is that deep kind of grit, mm-hmm. and she has that oh, beautiful yeah. voice that soars. And I just felt like that was just a great like melting pot. Yeah. And then also, I feel like there's got to be a spiritual aspect to it. Of like, course, yeah. I, I don't, but you know, but I feel like if it connects with you, it'll connect with other people. It'll become a wow. become a big record. And so I think that's like that's actually what I've been thinking about as an artist. Like, mm-hmm. what's the anatomy or the science yeah. behind what happened record? there? Yeah. yeah. So for the people who don't know you, talk about a little bit about how you got started in sure. music sure. And, and just your whole journey up until now. Sure, sure, man. Well, I'm from Atlanta, born and raised. I played sure. basketball at Ben Hill Gym wow. here, five and under. I was wow. Adams Park Trojan, <laughs> yeah. born and raised here in Southwest wow. Atlanta. 405 Fabron Road. Yeah. My granddad lives over off Benjamin E. Mays. My wow. grandma used to live off Willis Mill. And so I grew up as a musician. The first instrument I picked up was a cello in middle school. Then I heard the sound of electric guitar, loved it, started learning that, started writing songs, started playing. Next thing you know, I started doing some shows. Um, I started, I got in the studio with a producer named Rain. Um, and people don't know this, um, Boo, Kanye's manager, senior v- executive VP of uh, Columbia Records, gave me my first publishing deal. Oh, wow. wow. This was back in 2008. It was with Akon, Convict, Boo Vision. Uh-huh. And that was my introduction into the music industry. He basically said, Jimmy, what will it take for you to be in the studio writing songs? I said, this is the salary I want. Done. Wait, 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 wait. Wow. hold on. For somebody out there, that's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 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 How did back, you get to... How did they, one, how did they know you was a songwriter? And then two, was you just like a musician and um, like a studio musician and doing studio work with people and they say, yo, you need to write songs? Or no, what? no, no. This is what happened. So I was at Kennesaw State studying political science because I was thinking about becoming an attorney. Mm. Uh, my mom wanted me to be an attorney or an architect. Yeah. And so I was studying it. I was like, you know what? I really don't think this is me. So I walked away from it. I started interning at CSAC. Okay. I met a producer for about a month, maybe a couple months. It's, it's like a little blurry now. We were in the studio every day writing songs. Wow. I determined. And, and when I went to college, like, you know, when I was in high school, graduating, going to college, me and a couple of my friends, uh, Brandon Birch, he produced a bunch for NDRE. Mm. He had like a Digio 2. Wow. Pro Tools set up yeah. a Mac G4 wow. tower. Wow, <laughs> bringing me back <laughs> at his over off North Druid Hills. Uh-huh. And all mm. I thought about was like, yo, when I get some bread, I'm gonna build my own studio <laughs> and I'm gonna put it in my dorm room. And uh, that's what I did in college. Wow. I had a studio in my dorm room. I created demos for people. I was producing records for people in my dorm room. Wow. I had the mic in the closet. Had it all going there. And so I, I, I just. Um, kind of steep myself in it. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. want I want to be a songwriter. I'm an artist. I just felt like, all right, this is the this is the career path that I'm choosing. And so, Boo wasn't even really coming there to see me. Yeah, he was coming there to see uh, Rain. 
Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Which Rain's an incredible producer. He produced some of some songs for a lot of different people and has done a lot of amazing things. I met him there. He liked the songs that me and Rain had together. Oh wow. Um, mm-hmm. We had had about fifteen, twenty songs. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. My, okay. So one, one quick question, and I'll let you get back to your your your, your rollout story. Um, like, so would you tell somebody to say, "Hey, is it good to just be a producer? I mean, is it good to be an artist that has one producer versus an artist that's like multiple producer working with multiple producers? Because it seems like like your story was like you met the right person because you was just connected, quote unquote, yeah. to the right person. I feel like in the industry, there's several people that I have great chemistry with. Yeah, it's like we can now work for three years. We get in the studio. All right, we're there. Mm-hmm. We can make ten songs in a week. You wow. know what I mean? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rain was one of those. Uh, I I would say people that are starting out. If people have questions like that, like okay, should I do one producer or multiple? I always approached it like the music industry is a network. It's a community of people. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be so locked in to where you can't work with multiple people. A, a part of I, what I feel like helps uh, drive that success is is uh, strengthening your community. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. being a yeah. part of a mm-hmm. performing rights organization. Shout out to CSAC. Yeah. You know, being a part of the Recording Academy where they have events where people come. You meet, might meet a producer here, meet a songwriter here, meet another producer. Hey, let's... Hey, I'll come to your spot. You come to mine. Let's work, mm-hmm. you know? And so I would say it depends on what you want as an artist. I do see, you know, you do see huge producers saying, hey, I gave this artist their sound, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, was Jazzy Face, Sierra, you know? What do you think about, like, Nelly Furtado, uh, Timberland, you know? You yeah. think about certain producers, Mustard and uh, what's the R&B singer's name. Oh, I know you. Todd Dollar? Uh, 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 starts with an E. She's from the U.K., uh, but oh, I think Mustard oh, did yeah. all of her stuff. I know what you're talking Not about. Not Estelle. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Uh, I know you're talking about. I can't think of the name. Yeah. It's, it's, but I feel like that that happens a bunch in the industry. So. Got you. That was kind of like okay. my vibe. But Boo came to the studio, heard the records. He was like, yo, I just started a new publishing company. I want to sign you. He signed me. And we worked together for a few years. From that publishing deal, I had the cut with Ludacris Usher on it. I had a cut with Alien Ant Farm, Rock Band in Chicago. I mean, just I, I feel like that that was my introduction to the music industry because I was just with him all the time. Wow. He played me Frank Ace, Frank Ocean's mixtape before it, before wow. anybody ever heard it. Like wow. the one that went crazy. He was like, "Yeah, <laughs> we're at Def Jam and it, we're downtown." He was like, "Man, check this out," you know. And it was just good vibes from there. From there, I went to like business wise, kind of went to. Uh, still working, meeting a lot of producers and things. And mm-hmm. Started working with my buddy Sham. He was like, Jimmy, let's make a worship record. Because at the time, I was just doing alternative records. Right. Yeah. Christian, but I wasn't doing Christian records like that. Yeah. yeah. And so um, we made a we made like an alternative worship record called Heaven. We put it out in 2017. That was through Capital CMG, Six Steps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I was like, we, I parted ways with Capital six steps yeah and i started out on my own mm-hmm. uh, oh, wow. so i started my own label it's called the outlier agency mm-hmm. and uh yeah this new album the last amen is is uh, my first album on that and it's distributed by sync music wow mm-hmm. that's amazing man yeah, yeah. Dope, bro. so talk, talk a little bit about your faith journey like um throughout this you could sound like you could have went any direction yeah but like what what keeps that because 
listening to your music is, is anointed. Like you obviously are, you know, tapping into to what God is telling you. So wh- why did you choose that direction for your music? Yeah, I, I feel like, you know, sometimes, um, and this can get a little controversial, <laughs> just how people think about it. Mm-hmm. I never saw myself as a Christian artist. I just saw myself, see myself as an artist who's a Christian. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. faith informs my music, as does everybody. Yeah, <laughs> you know whether they have faith in Christ, or they have faith in Buddha, or they have faith in drugs, or they have faith in sex. Yeah, like your faith informs your music. You know what mm. I mean. And so I wanted to just make music that was informed by my faith. Now, all of the time, it won't be music that can be sang on a Sunday morning, mm-hmm. but it will still be coming from a person who has faith in God. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And so yeah, yeah, yeah. that was kind of like, but I did. Growing up, you know, I was part of the church. I, I gave my life to Christ and accepted him uh, as a teenager when I first mm-hmm. started playing guitar. And my mom played a pivotal role in me seeing Christ as treasure and creating environments for me to experience yes. the yeah. Christ, to experience him mm-hmm. and his grace. And so I always felt like uh, the life of a believer is a life of a servant. And I want to serve in the local church. How can I serve? Oh, I can write songs for the church. Mm-hmm. I can produce music for the church. I can, That's how one way that I can serve with what I have. You mm-hmm. Know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels like it feels like talent met, or it feels like opportunity met you where your talent is. What's your advice to artists out there that seem to be overly aggressive in the industry? Like it seems like you know you kind of just kind of sat back. And you just went in the direction that your talent took you in, and then God opened up doors and opportunities, and you met the right people. Mm-hmm. What advice do you give to those artists out there that are just kind of pushy and over overly aggressive? They feel like their talent is matched against anybody else, and they're just out there beating beating yeah. down doors. No, I, I would say good on you. Okay, I would say good <laughs> on you. I would say. Um, the Bible says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, that we're God's epic poem, that we're his masterpiece. And mm-hmm. so I feel like they should feel that way. Mm-hmm. They should feel that way. I feel like that's healthy. I feel like a lot of what I've been talking about, too, lately has been like um, the self-deprecating nature that it can feel like that comes with the church sometimes, yep. like a self-deprecation. It's mm-hmm. like, no, um, when you pray, move your feet. You know, like I feel like sometimes people are like, man, um, yeah, I'm just going to wait on God. I'm just going to sit over here and wait on God. Mm-hmm. No, like when uh, when Elijah came out to Elisha to give him the mantle, he was not at home having tea. Mm-hmm. He was out in the field Working. tilling the 12 pair. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. And so to me, it's like this idea, like I think. I think I think you would err on the side of aggression rather than the other one, wow. than the side of uh, well, sitting back and sit waiting. Back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because perfection yeah. is an illusion. Yeah. And I listened to this marketer called Seth Godin, and he said, "If what you're putting out is perfect, you ship too late." Mm-hmm. Wow. And I feel like you know the more that we can tap into this idea that yeah. I should be aggressive about it. I should be about my father's business. I should be about what, you know, if we really feel like, hey, if we really believe some of the things that we say we believe, it's like, all right, cool, you know. But I I do feel like uh, as an artist, and this is the artist's journey, this is the creative journey, the success is putting out the work. 
the success is in making the work and did it meet your vision, the vision that God has given you in your heart? Like, did it meet that? That's the success. I like that. If it goes to a gold record, great. Yeah. If only 100 people hear it, great. Like, make the next one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like, and that's something personally, man, that I get tied up into probably a little too mm-hmm. much. But <laughs> I think it's it's uh, it's really important to understand, like, um, like somebody said, you know, do your best and trust God with the results. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what, what do you what do you say to people who are like you, but they're a genre mixers, meaning like. They may go worship, they may go hip-hop, they yeah. may go R&B, they yeah. may go back to soul. Like, what do you say to people who are like that that's like, man, I love rock music, but also love hip-hop. But like, how, but how do I display that on a project that people won't be like, this all over the place? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I think um, as music continues to uh, move forward, mm-hmm. you'll have more of a community that's so accepting of all of that. And mm-hmm. I feel, I feel like... Um, a lot of that comes from commerce and mm. not the consumer. Got you. Like if I'm playing a show in front of fans at a festival and I play a rock joint, I want to play a reggae joint, I want to play, you know, this, that. Yeah. Like, they're like, yo, we're having an incredible time. Yeah. You know, that may not always translate on recorded music, but I feel like some of those limitations are, um, some of those limitations are based on, um, commerce Mm -hmm. people want to label it this way so they can put it on this shelf so that this person it can be pitched to this person yeah i feel like as commerce goes on it's a lot more genre genre fluid but i love that i feel like that's my where i am got you you yeah but is that is that hard to market though like because still because for somebody's like yo you know, we can take you to the hip hop station, but they're like, well, I don't know if we can take you to the hip hop station or we can take you to the fish. I don't know if we can take you to the fish. You know what I mean? It's very hard to market and that's what I am um learning. Yeah. It's like the the uh I'm learning. Uh, there is a story and there is a beauty in the consistency of things, but I think uh creatively you can start to service the different markets that you're trying to market to yeah. with mm-hmm. what they want, gotcha. what works mm-hmm. for them. Gotcha. Like mm-hmm. on my last EP, Heaven EP, we made a record called Prada, The Luxury of Suffering. Mm-hmm. It was super hip hop. We pitched it to BET, VH1, and they were playing it. You oh, know, wow. It's we, incredible, though. We wouldn't pitch yeah. that to like Air One. Oh, K-Lo, I see. I see. Yeah. So you, you, you targeted yeah. based on the sound. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. So talk about your writing process. Like, um, I heard a little bit of the story behind some of your songs and some word like pain influenced some of these songs. Sure. Like talk talk about how do you how do you get it out? Yeah. Man, um, I think you create time for it. Like my my last EP, um, you know, I share about my experience. Um my son uh passing away of cancer wow. and the song was called the album was called Heaven. Yeah. And I feel like uh, a lot of the songs on there were informed by my experience there yeah. in the hospital with treatments, all of that, but feeling like God was near, that he wasn't far. Yeah. And so this next, this new album, The Last Amen, has been um, informed by my perception of the scriptures and who Jesus is. And I wanted to make a body of work that could be the soundtrack of life for a believer. So, Mm. like, when I think about the last amen, Revelations 3, Jesus is talking to the church. And he says to the church in Laodicea, I am the beginning and end. 
I'm the faithful and true witness. I'm mm. the amen. Mm. You know, wow. <laughs> some translations say I'm the final amen. Yeah. And when I think about the resurrection, I think about uh, death into life. I think we're folded into Christ. We're folded into the amen. That's why, like, we end our prayers with amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make it so. Let it be. Make it strong. You yeah. know, that's the meaning yeah. of amen. So I wanted to do that. And then I would say, like, a lot of it is in collaboration. For example, on this album, I had the pleasure to collaborate with Matt Redman. Mm-hmm. He's written a lot of great records for the mm-hmm. church uh, throughout yeah. the generations. He's you know? amazing. Yeah. yeah. So we wrote The Last Amen together and Battle and Blessings together. Wow. And Battle and Blessings is one of those where I feel like it's uh, a good listen uh, that talks about life. You know, life is ups and downs. It's the beauty and it's also the pain, you know, the struggle. Yeah. Mm. And so I think, yeah, I would say my writing process can sometimes be all over the place. A lot of times it starts with an idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the last amen, I had an idea. Like, okay, the last amen. Like, even now I have ideas for future songs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think a lot of it That's is cool. an exploration in Christian imagination. Mm. Not like we're trying to add things to the scripture, course, but yeah. we're trying to creatively bring out things that might be um, easily unseen. Yeah. Yeah. That's wow. that's deep. Yeah. Right, thank you for sharing that story ah, too, man. Pleasure. Yeah. Pleasure, man. Yeah. Pleasure. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I got more time. I got more time to hang out. Okay, we appreciate it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an honor so for you one. to be here, man. Um yeah. I'd say super talented man. Your music yeah. is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um we're here to support you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. We're here thank to support you. you, man. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, it means a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell them how to find you, how to support what you're doing now. Yeah. Uh, the Last Amen just came out. The album is out now. Just came out yesterday. Want to yeah. shout out all of the DSPs for streaming it. Uh, Spotify put it on the New Music Friday Christian cover. That's awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's great. Uh, you can follow me. Um, uh, you can go to my website, jimmycravity.com, and follow my newsletter. And mm-hmm. you can follow me on Instagram at it's Jimmy Cravity and on Twitter and Facebook okay. there as well. Dope, 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 dope. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So I'm being told to read a comment. Which one? It should be on the screen. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. This is a question from uh, somebody watching. So, sure. Who's someone you see that's in the same lane as you, an artist that's Christian, that's doing it well that people may not expect? Mm. <laughs> um, can, can you say the question again? Can you throw it up again, Jerry? From what I remember, it's uh, an artist like you, a Christian, that is doing it well, that you believe is doing it well, that that people may not expect, like maybe underrated. Hmm. Um, underrated. A lot of folks that I think are doing it well aren't really underrated, <laughs> I would say. But I will say... Um, there's a um, there's an artist that collaborated on my album uh, on the song called As Me, and her name is Victory Boyd. She's a part of Infinity Song. She signed to Rock Nation. Mm-hmm. She wrote for uh, Kanye's album. I think she has a voice for the ages. Okay. And I think she has incredible artistry. I would say Madison Ryan Ward. Yes. Really incredible. She's a beast. Yeah, she has. I've great. learned about her recently and I was like, why is nobody talking about it? Like, yeah, she's very really, good. Really great. Mm-hmm. Also, like, I had the pleasure of being on tour. I wrote some songs for uh, Faith City Music. 
they're on tribal records. We were opening for Maverick City on the Kingdom Tour, and there's a guy that's part of Maverick City. His name is Ryan O'Fay, and he sang the house down every night. Really? <laughs> yeah, every night he sang the house down, wow. and I thought, man, wow, it's really, really powerful. That's, that's good solid. insight. That's yeah. good insight. Yeah. All right, write those names down, man. That's yeah. good. Yeah. That's good. All right, let's do this. Let's get back into it. You in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright to Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Producer trying to get music, then look no further than the music submission tool by Track Stars. Track Stars has been in the industry for well over a decade and is the number four music submission site in the world. Our goal is to make sure your music is put in front of the right people. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead and sign up today. Entertainment Report with Jeremiah. All right, man, it's Entertainment Report time. Let's get it going. All right, man, first off, we got to shout out and um, say RIP to the queen of rock and roll, Tina Turner died from natural causes this week. Um, you know, it just it just happened, man. Um, she was 83 years old. Yeah. Um, she, um, if people who don't know her, of course, you probably know about the movie um, uh, What's Love Got to Do With It mm-hmm. and all that other stuff with her and Ike Turner and all, all that, but um, just a great performer, one of the probably the best performers um, that we've seen in um, a couple of years and um, just, you know, doing everything, you know, but that was, that was one of the sad news of the week of yeah, Tina Turner passing away. So, man, our prayers. Sad. We're having to do this almost every evening. Yeah, season. man. Yeah. Like, people are dying. People are getting up out of here. It's crazy, man. I right, uh, Miles Minnick versus Coachella Part 2. Uh-oh. So, remember last week we talked about how... Um, how um, Glowchella, his old IG account was changed to Glow Glowfest, and they were telling him, "Hey man, you need to change this." Blah blah blah, and he did change it, and then he changed it to Glowfest. But this week, his new account got taken down as well. Is it because of? Is he just changing the name or starting new accounts? He's trying. To, he changed the name and started a new account. Because if you change the name, I'm thinking their their whole thing, if it's like a legal issue, is like because. You've got the followers, or you've got the attention of the I don't know audience. But if you got all a new know, account, what's the problem? All I know is it's he weird. did his new thing, and they shut it down. So now Miles Minnick is doing it, everything grassroots. He um gave his number. He gave a number out that said um four one five eight six eight five nine five eight. Again, four one five eight six eight five nine five eight. He said you can call this number to keep up with what's going on with Glowfest and um if tickets are, how it looks ticket wise VIP. If you call this number, you also can get to hear his um, new single before it drops as well. <laughs> but um, no, but he was just saying like he's like this, they're not stopping this. This is not getting stopped. So you know did they man? give a reason as to why it would still get taken down after? I don't know, time? man. I think I think he was saying like the first time was like crazy to him because he did everything they asked. Like yo, in seven mm-hmm. days, if you don't do this, blah blah blah. And he did it in the um, earlier the right than that time, yeah. And it just they just keep going. So I, now I don't know if it's just. Somebody else trying to get him shut down, whatever. But now he's just doing it more grassroots and like, yo, let's ask people to post about it and everything like that. So, man, yeah, man. So, prayers to Miles Minnick and Glowfest, man. I mean, I know that's a big festival they're trying to do in a, um, Northern Cali. So, but um, prayers for him, man. Prayers for him and his whole his whole team out there, man. All right, man. From social justice to social drinking, NBA superstar Steph Curry um, was uh, named 2022-2023. Um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's Social Justice Champion, an award named after the legendary center. 
He also won another award, um, a citizenship award um, by voters um, in the league. Um, the, uh, the award is called the Walter Kennedy Award. And um, that all happened this week, but also was announced that he is getting into the bourbon business. Um, he has this um, Curry's Gentleman Cut Kentucky Straight Bourbon. It's mm. produced by um, Game Changer um, Distillery in Boone County, Kentucky. The bourbon is a product of Curry's SC30 Inc. Particip- um, partnership with John Schwartz of Amuse um, Boucher Winery. So, mm. so yeah, so our guy is getting into the... The bourbon business, you know what I'm saying? So, we get, yeah, we getting a city takers bourbon. It's better than vodka. It's like when you hear when you hear about alcohol. I don't drink either either way it goes, but when you hear like bourbon versus vodka, it kind of puts you in a more of like a like I got a lot of friends do bourbon cigars and they're Christians and they're just like I don't see anything different about that. But you say vodka, then I'm thinking party, turn up, that kind of thing. So, really, yeah, that's funny. I don't. I'm gonna get some calls this week. Yeah, probably. But that's crazy. But man, shout out to <laughs> shout out to Steph, man. Um, you know, we didn't like the outcome that happened this year, but yeah, it's all good. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, I know, yeah, man. It's still hurtful. It's two weeks later, it's still hurtful. All right, man. Um, one big story of the week. I don't know why it was a big story, but the first lady grinding on the pastor, pastor and gospel artist DJ Catton is responding to the negative comments <laughs> he received after a clip of himself and his wife uh, at his party. Um, going viral in the clip, um, his wife ascended, seen bending over, twerking on her husband. The singer posted the video to the Instagram with a caption hyping up his wife. This is how you turn 50. You got to get a good twerk from your wife. Oh, yeah, this was her at the party. So you can imagine my personal after party. Every great man of God needs a <laughs> oh, wife yeah, that can pray <laughs> and play. Far. Amen. He took it too far. But he responded yeah. to the people, man. He responded to the folks out there. He said the next level of the church is to learn um, to disagree without disrespect, you know, some approve with me dancing in public with my wife and others don't. And that's okay. Um, in the words of the stylistics, people make the world go round. It would be, it would be so dope if we could celebrate our differences instead of demonizing everyone that doesn't think like you. I still love y'all and that's nothing you can do about it. So it was, where did, where did the quote come from? Which quote? The one you read was like, this is how you do. Oh, that's him. That, oh, that's was, all, him? that was all him talking. Was that like. That was his post. That was his Instagram caption uh, post. So he, so some, I thought this video was leaked by somebody at the party. I he thought so too. This. I, I'm guessing somebody posted it and I don't know and how it went. Himself but I guess he retweeted it and he probably, you know, sometimes you want to so stand in front of him. somebody. You want to stand in front of something before it gets out. So maybe that was it was. I didn't see the problem with it. And maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know. It but. Was, it just puts me in the mindset of asking the question about like what I would do first, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that was interesting, man. So, so okay, that- so I just want to. So you didn't have a problem with it um, if it was leaked by somebody else, but you you wouldn't put it out yourself. So I thought this was a private birthday party, okay. right? He's with the friends and the people that he trusts, and somebody took the video. That's what I thought originally. It. That's what I thought. I thought originally I didn't that. No, he was like, make sure you get this, and I'm posting this on Instagram tonight. Yeah. Like. <laughs> That's a little different. Maybe he's trying to do inspiration. You know what I'm saying? Inspire. <laughs> inspiration. I don't know. So, but yeah, but yeah, that that was probably a huge story. I saw that story on Vibe. I saw that story on the Shade. I saw that story everywhere. I'm like, how much? I guess the question, the, the real question is, I guess as a Christian, how much PDA with your wife is too much for yeah. the world to yeah. witness? Yes. Yeah. I know we have friends that 
it's PDA all the time. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we do, um, too. We do too. And it makes me uncomfortable. And then we have friends that I don't even know if they like each other. So <laughs> where is the line? <laughs> you know what I mean? How do you know? Yeah, that's yeah I, have, I have friends that make me uncomfortable when I'm around them. And I'm like, oh, like, oh. Go get a room. That's what you want to say? All right, man. Big news for the Track Stars. Track Stars milestone. Track Stars YouTube page passing 5 million plus total channel views. Wow. Cool, cool, wow. cool. So, Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't Thanks. know if we get a plaque or not, but it'd be <laughs> no, good. Dude. No, we do not. <laughs> Everybody getting a plaque, but up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? more people. No. All right, man. Copy section, Zay Hill, um, but I'm redeemed, hurt against all gods, J Nib in my own lane, St. James and JKO. Saints never die. Triple E lay down single. No big deal. Go with the ghost single. Bria Miles, he son Lee, Prestavia, Mag- Mahogany Jones. Ain't no single. Reese Lachey, her single. Big Breeze, 3 a.m. single. George. Rose, Valid single. The Commissioner, YPA, aka Young Paul. Holy Bugs, God Garden single. And you can hear all them songs on the Milk playlist, man. Um, best in Christian hip hop, gospel rap, and Christian rap. And also for my R&B fans out there. The feel good playlist, you know what I'm saying? Go check those out. And if anybody else have anything you want to push, you can go push it again. Yeah, Last Amen just put out a new album. Uh, it's out everywhere. Uh, shout out to all of the DSPs that are featuring it. The Battle and Blessings new single out now. Go check mm. it out. That's so, awesome. So. Y'all got what y'all what y'all working on right now? Us? Yeah. I know it's like a million things. <laughs> when you gonna get back on the mic? Hold on, hold on, hold on. When you getting back on the mic, man? See, I've known I've known Scott for years. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If, if y'all don't know, Scott, don't know. Scott, Scott, <laughs> never. Scott is a great artist. Put out a ton of music. Did a ministry where you actually gave music out for free. Yeah. Uh, he's been. I, I've known him since what 2004, yeah. or something like that. Wow. So, when and you I, getting back on the mic, man? The Lord <laughs> and I can appreciate you putting these two on blast and making them freestyle on your radio show. First day of that my was life. a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of fun. <laughs> Yo, I go front. It's been times when, when Scott caught us at the right time for a lot of things we've done. A lot of stuff was like, I got y'all. ATL, we nah, got to stick together. That up. We literally just talked about doing another City Takers album. You know, oh, I mean? like okay. A, like an album where we're. Uh, you know, raising capital, raising money for the mission and the movement. Mm-hmm. Um, but using using national artists as well as, you know what I mean, some local artists. And, of course. That's dope. And just putting guys together that would never probably write music together. Dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? For yeah. a bigger oh, cause. Yeah. So yeah. We, just, we just talked about that That's literally awesome. the other All right, day. Well, there it is. Yeah. So, and then we got some cool things in the works that I can't really share too much okay. about because okay. it's not public news yet. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But, you know. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll drag it out of you. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> so let's when I said it, I was like, dang. Should have said it. <laughs> you know, all right. Let's get back into it. You in the field with the track stars, Ryan Rachel, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Miracle. I wanted to make sure you guys know all about the official track stars universe. So, if you'd like a free track stars t shirt, yes, as well as free merch, discounts, and exclusive content, and of course, direct access to your favorite radio host, then this is for you. Make sure you go to trackstars.com forward slash official. That's trackstars.com forward slash official.
All right, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Reicher, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. What's good? All right, for all things track stars, make sure you go to trackstarswithaz.com. Follow us on Instagram, like the Facebook page, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. All right? All right, man, we got Scott Free in the building, our Legendary. brother. Yeah. Our brother for a long time, bro. Yeah. How you doing, man? You know, you've been here for some of the uh, more controversial conversations we've had. <laughs> yes. Really? Fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah remember I, I we were all at the table? I, I, if this is the we one I'm talking, I'm thinking of, yeah. I mean, Epic <laughs> line for line, yes. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Stuff. We don't talk yeah. about that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how you been, man? <laughs> I have been amazing, bro. Like literally, uh, the last couple years of my life probably been the most craziest. Yeah. Years of my life, probably the most fruitful yeah. in ministry. Yeah. But the hardest. Yeah. Yeah. And so at the end of last year, I was just pretty much on E. Mm. And the crazy part about it is I knew something was off. Um, but I was willing to push through. Mm. You know how like mm-hmm. I, I'm wired differently. Sometimes I feel like I just push through anything. Yeah. In the name of Jesus, and I've done that for 17 years. But last year, um, yeah, I just I, I just recognized something different in me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I went to my wife first. I'm like, hey, baby, something something's a little off. And mm-hmm. went to a couple pastors and mentors of mine. They're like, dude, when's the last time you took a break? And I'm like, well, I take Mondays off, you know. I oh, take yeah, yeah, yeah. if I travel, I'll take a couple extra days and hang mm-hmm. out in that city or da da da. And they're like, no. When's the last time you took like two, three months off? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, how can you do that? Yeah. Like, whatever that is, I like it, but how do you do that? Yeah. And long story short, you know, me and my wife started praying, and we ended up taking a sabbatical, and we took off. Uh, January eighth was our last Sunday, and we went back during Easter. Came mm. back right after Easter. And then even then, the Lord was like, I want you to just sit. So in your church, I want you to just sit with your people. And so we sat in our own church for a whole month after that. Wow. And I preached probably my first message about two weeks ago. Wow. Wow. And I've even been off social media. I haven't, you know, I haven't even shared this because I haven't been on social media since January 8th. Wow. And it's been so liberating. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just been so like, yo, like I actually was able to just be a dad, be a husband, be Scott. Yeah. And just, you know, just, just seek the Lord on my own and not for something, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Or not because yeah. we're doing something. Yeah. And it was just so refreshing and really life changing for me as a man of God, as as a son. Yeah. And yeah, so I, I come to track stars today, refreshed, revived, <laughs> yeah. rejuvenated yeah. in the name yeah. of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So the super dope. First question comes to mind. How do you how do you control your mind in that time? Because if I had 90 days to sit my mind would be all over the place thinking about what I'm coming back to, what yep. I need to be doing in this time, what, you know, yeah. convincing myself that I'm not, you know, putting off something I should be doing. Yeah. Like, were you cleaning um, out gutters? You know what? Like, like, you no, no, no. <laughs> Honestly, bro, like, for me, it took about almost two months to stop thinking. Wow. wow. So it was about six over. to seven weeks, literally. Yeah. So really, like, yeah, and that's why everybody... Time-wise, is different, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, it took for me about, like, literally six to seven weeks for me to really start really just resting. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I rested a little yeah. bit before that. But the reality was in about six weeks is when I was finally, like, completely checked out from work, yeah. from the day-to-day work that I was doing for the last 17 years. And so... You know, another pastor friend of mine says, hey, man, after 90 days, he was still messed up. Yeah. So I think everybody's a little different. It might take two weeks for you. It might take a week. It might take 48 hours. I don't know. But for me, it took about six weeks to stop 
dwelling on. Does that make sense? Yeah. That part. Yeah, I just. Before I started to really unplug. I don't think I could do it because I do so much around the house, too. That my yeah. mind would say, okay, if I put my phone down and I turn off track stars and everything else, I'm still going to be thinking about, man, you know, that, that shingle's been hanging off for a minute. I need to get the ladder out. And, you know, just yeah, so stuff I think, like so that. So what we did is we planned, right? We oh, planned okay. what we were going to do. So we did, like, we went away to some retreat, me and my wife. Oh, good. You know, that okay. included counseling. And, yeah. and again, nothing was majorly wrong with us. Mm-hmm. But it was just like, hey, what are we going to, what, what could we do now that we've weren't able to do before yeah mm-hmm. so again my wife part of her thing was like things around the house mm-hmm. but for me that wasn't rest I'm yeah like, i don't want to do the rest. shingle right i don't want to <laughs> do the garage i don't want to do that but i did a little bit of it you yeah. know what i mean to, to please her and it's like and so we we planned out what the 90 days looked like mm-hmm. you know what i mean we traveled a little bit you know what i mean we did things that was gonna cause us to feel like we were resting yeah yeah so this it was is, the first time in my life I ever did anything like that. This is important for me. What did you notice that made you say, <laughs> yeah, something's wrong? Yeah, so for me, um, at the end of last year, I was noticing, and again, it wasn't just the end of last year. It was like literally yeah. in the last season of my life. I was noticing, because I'm a pretty chill guy, pretty relaxed guy, yeah. pretty level-headed guy. I was noting my, noticing myself getting angry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anger was rising up in me quickly. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying I never got angry, but now it's like little things were starting to bother me differently. Mm -hmm. And, you know, again, I'm like, you know, noticing it in my home, noticing it, you know, amongst people I love, Mm -hmm. noticing it amongst friends. And I'm like, man, something, you know, just knowing myself, like Mm -hmm. I, I found these different emotions rising up in me quickly. And then secondly, just thinking different things. You know what I mean? Like, I know the way I think normally. Yeah. And then you start thinking different things. You know mm. what I mean? You start thinking about, like, man, I don't want to do this no more. Yeah. Man, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm just ready to quit and give it up. Go do something different. I'm ready to move away. I'm ready to, you know what I mean? Almost like run from everything. Yeah. And so, you know, for the first time, and I've thought that before, but for the first time, I've, I wanted to put action behind my thoughts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I know is not God. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why I was kind of scaring myself. I'm like, hey, something. Something is off in me. Wow. wow. So I, I, I'm trying to, because, you know, we've been doing this for a long time. So yeah, I, I, there's there's things that get frustrating in ministry. Do you think that part of it was, like, striving? Like, you feel like you're striving for something for so long, and then it's like, wait a minute. Am I letting God do this, or am I trying to make it happen? I know that's the that's yeah. the r- thing I wrestle with. Yeah, I think I think for me, it's not so much that. I, I, it used to be that. Yeah. And I stopped building something about five years ago, <laughs> or over that, about eight years ago. I was just like, I'm not even trying to build yeah. a ministry or build a company or build a nonprofit. I think for me, honestly, it was the lack of the rhythm of rest. Mm. And for me, I'm such a grinder and a hustler. You know what I mean? Like, I know I can make things happen, right? Yeah, make, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and you, know, you didn't even got things, right? Like, God has anointed me to start things, build things, and release things. Yeah. And so I think it's the—it's just the grind of all of it, right? And and then over the last few years, I probably did five jobs at once. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say, can you put that hat on the table? Like, what is—tell everybody what Yeah, so, like, literally—so I've been running City Takers, which is, you know, our movement, nonprofit organization for the last 15 years. Mm -hmm. Um, That does— 
multi it has a multiple f f uh, facet of different things that mm, we do right right, right. Yeah. from you know we do uh church on the street we do a thing called fresh food fridays we do a thing called soul food sundays on gsu campus we do a thing called greater than youth mentorship program um we launched a church uh, in 2019 yeah. crossover church atl mm. uh, five months later the pandemic hit yeah you know uh, from that new ministry was birthed in, in on the west side of atlanta from that moment in 2020, we moved the church three times. Mm. Oh, didn't know that. Three times, and most churches don't survive that. Yeah. And all the all the different churches that we planted with, like we were we were part of a church planting uh, network of churches, and I think it was about ten different churches. We we're the only ones to survive 2020. Wow. Really? All the other wow. ones, yeah, all the other ones shut down. Wow. And they're all over the country. Yeah. And I'm not boasting in that, but what I'm saying is like, you know, leading a church through the pandemic, leading a baby new church yeah. through the pandemic. Um, it's just been a lot, you know what I mean? And then uh, I got the opportunity. Um, one of my guys who I discipled and poured into his brother wrote a song called Good, Good Father back when it was uh, the band called House Fires. Mm -hmm. Then they started doing things where they were getting different people to write music together. These writing camps was turned into Maverick City Music. Mm. Um, they called me in 2019 wanting to do stuff in the prisons because his mom, uh, both of their moms, which was the same mom, mm -hmm. this guy's brother, uh, was in and out of prison their whole life. Didn't know their dads. Mm -hmm. Both of them are mixed. White mom, black dad. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so long story yeah. short, I want to go into the prisons because that's their story. Yeah. And yeah. we were doing prison ministry. We were doing a lot in the prisons. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. So I started helping them get into prison. Then COVID hit. Mm -hmm. And then we ended up getting in their first prison in late 2020 in the state of Georgia. And there was a guy named Brandon Lake, Chandler Moore, Naomi. They all came to the prison. And, bro, it was like the, the best way for me to describe what happened. It was like Jesus is standing in the yard. They're worshiping the Lord. And I got to preach the gospel. And I think this is the first time they seen me kind of in my element. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. and it was just powerful. And we all left from there. They're like, hey, we want to be. We all in with this. Yeah. Oh, wow. You tell us what we want to do. We want to do this. Yeah. We in. And yeah. so we, we started doing different stuff in the prisons. And then they had this crazy idea. What what if we wrote an album and record it in a prison? And my, my first thought was like, that's never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's never going to happen. But yeah. I'm crazy enough to ask. How Let me start asking. Yeah, yeah. And so I started asking, you know, like the Department of Corrections and prison ministries and it was like no 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 yeah. never 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 <laughs> you know and they're like you want to record it film it and put it out heck no we're not doing that yeah, yeah. and so long story short, i got a, a call from the state of florida in 2021 and the state of florida was like hey we'd like to have a conversation around it so i was going back and forth to florida wow. around you know this album yeah and long story short we end up in miami florida which is my hometown yeah. wow. by the way yeah wow. we go to miami florida and i go for some pre-planning events i took uh p sun mm -hmm. with me i took mm -hmm. a couple other rappers with me and we went down to florida this is before that we we go with maverick yeah and bro it was it was so powerful i mean it was just like it was almost like it was all the prisons we've ever been to God chose this one, mm. wow. which was in my, my old stomping grounds. Mm -hmm. wow. You know what I mean? I actually was a knucklehead when I was in Miami, in and out of jail. A lot of oh. people don't know this, wow. before I knew the Lord. Mm. And so for me to go to my hometown, back into the jails, preaching yeah. the gospel now. Yeah. Long story short, we get the whole green light. It had to go all the way up to the governor's desk. Governor DeSantis signed off on it. Wow. We get in. Um, it's March of 2022. Mm. And we go down with Maverick City Music. 
Kirk Franklin yeah, ends up big. being a part of it. That was big. And we spent seven days in the prison writing music. Jeez. They were all writing music with the men in the prison. Wow. wow. Yeah. Singing every night. And um, the warden the first day comes up to me. His name is Jose. He's like, Scott, what are you doing? Are you guys doing a Christian event? Like, it was very, I don't know if you ever met wardens before. Oh, yeah. This picture a warden (laughs) of a maximum security prison with 1,400 men in the prison. I mean, this guy was just like straight up. He's like, this is a Christian event? I said, yeah, it's a Christian event. He's like, what are you going to do? I'm like, well, we're going to write music together, and we're going to sing every day. I tried to make it very plain. You know, smile just like that. Yeah, we're going to sing every day. And he says, he says, well, how many people, you know, how many people do you want to come? I was like, well, we're hoping like, you know, as many comes. He's like, 200 people max. We've had all the big prison yeah, ministries yeah. come through. And he named all of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, 200 people maybe max is what you're going to get. I was like, great. Praise God. 200 yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be great with that. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. And so long story short, the first day was like the prison, uh, the prison choir showed up in the prison band, which is like 15, 20 people, you know, yeah. and then but they, but but word got out, you know what I mean? And it was like the next day was double that. It was like 30 people. The next day was like 75 people. Then the oh. warden comes back to me, right? The third or fourth day he comes back. He's like, Scott. Because I was like, we, we want to do it on the yard. The last day we want to do it outside. Mm. And that's when we're going to film it. Now, now remember, he didn't give the okay for it. It came from, from the way yeah. above his head. Yeah, so he yeah. was like kind of pushing back on yeah, it. Yeah. So he said to do it inside, 200 people max. By the third day, he comes back to me. He's like, hey, um, I know I told you to do it inside. He says, but would you reconsider doing it on the yard? Because so many people now are talking about it in the prison. Yeah. Wow. If I don't let everybody come, what's going to happen? You guys are going to leave, and these guys are going to start flooding their cells, and it's going to be a problem for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, well, you know. <laughs> of course. Yeah. That's what God said. We wanted to do it on the yard. <laughs> yeah. If we can do it on the yard, that'd be amazing. He's like, yes, let's let's do it on the yard. So the, the last day was Saturday. 1,300 men out of 1,400 in the Ooh. prison show up on the prison yard. Wow. Wow. And you know, just just worship Jesus together. Wow! And the album called you know Kingdom came out of that. Wow! I got to preach the gospel. I mean, it was just super, super naturally amazing. God graced it, of course, and was yeah, in the yeah, middle yeah. of it. And then they did this tour called Kingdom. And I don't know if you guys ever did, attended the tour, mm-hmm. but we put the prisoners like literally all up in the mix of the tour. Wow! On the you know, on the videos. Oh, wow. okay. And so okay. it was highlighting, you know, the least of these, Matthew chapter 25, mm-hmm. yeah. when Jesus says, when you did it unto one of the least of these, you've done it unto me. Wow. Mm, and yeah. so I got to get up and stand up almost every night on the tour and talk about Matthew chapter 25, yeah. which is the heart of city Texas, which is the yeah. heart of Jesus, which is yeah, what we've been doing yeah. for 15 plus years, you know, in the city of Atlanta. And so that was one hat. You know we mean? just did that. That, yeah. was, that was so long. His question. Yeah, yeah. I'm going back. I'm coming all the way back around, flying back, trying to preach on Sundays, yeah. trying to run an organization called City Takers, trying to be a husband. Wow. Trying to be, you know what I mean, a father. Mm-hmm. Uh, four, going on five now. Oh, but wow. even I don't know if what? y'all know that. No, no I did not. Congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a lot. Is it, the question is, do you know what you're having? I yet? do know. We're not. Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> not breaking news. Well, we can break the news. Okay, 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 okay. okay, okay but okay. it's not what it's not what it's not what I think. It's not what you think. It's not what I think. What do you think? I think girl. Yeah, it's not that. It's oh! another boy. Wow, yeah, man. That's I got awesome. five boys. Congratulations! Wow. Congratulations! Wow. Going on five boys. So wow. yeah, 
That's dope. But but again, the Lord knows how to slow us down. But, you know what I mean? Uh, we didn't even know that. Even going into sabbatical, yeah. we didn't know. But you but you oh. know, the, I would say this. The, the funny thing is that sometimes when you're attacking the enemy, he's going to try to shoot back. And then, sometimes, and then sometimes when you are in that place of like, man, you know, we're, 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 we're in these prisons. We're doing amazing things. The birth of kind of Maverick City is coming. And yeah. now they're all over the place. And you're a part of that and all this other stuff. And then you start getting those questions. Now it's like, okay, God, I surrender. I, I, I'm gonna do this sabbatical. I'm gonna do this. Me and my wife is gonna take yeah. that time. You know what yeah. I mean? And that you need that. I mean, I think sometimes when you war against the enemy, you need sometimes to fall back and be like, all right, let me sharpen my sh- my shield again. Hundred percent. I think it's healthy. Yeah. And yeah. again, I think for me, we've been on the front line for. Se- I'm, I've been doing this now full time for 17 years since yeah. '06. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've never took in. You know what I mean? That yeah. seriously. Yeah. I take time off. Yeah. You know what I mean? We have a day off. Yeah. But I've never said, okay, Lord, let me unplug. And what does that look like consistently? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and not three months consistently, but, you know, what does that look like for me and my family? What does that rhythm look like? Yeah. To where we could say, yeah. okay, we unplugging for real. Yeah. You know what I mean? And And getting that recharge from the Lord so that we can continue to pour out. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. I'm so That's excited amazing. for you. No. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was an amazingly fruitful season. Yeah. Yeah. Um but this this season that I'm walking into looks different and the Lord has clearly told me he wanted me to pour into leaders. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's not me doing a lot of stuff, it's me duplicating myself mm-hmm. in high capacity leaders that could lead mission and movement. Right, right. In the context of, yeah. you know, church cuz we're the church, right? It's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. the church is the answer to a di- the dying and broken world that mm. we live in. Mm-hmm. It's the body of Christ yeah. actively living out their faith. Yeah. Whether yeah. they're writing music, whether they're doctors, whether they're working at Walmart, whether they what, whatever they do, mm-hmm. it's like we are the light of the world. We are the city set up on a hill. Yeah, mm. and we we can't be hidden up under a basket. Yeah, that's true. right. And so, yeah, I, I I want to raise up urban missionaries, as we say in our mission statement. I mean, you've ministers been, of the gospel. You've been doing that. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <that's what I'm laughs> I mean, like all the artists that have come yeah. out of your ministry has been amazing. Yeah, it's been yeah. amazing, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. So I, I brought up something earlier about events. Yeah. Right. And you had a very cool perspective on us doing events. Talk about that a little bit more. Like, yeah. So you asked about the CTA's experience, which we you know started in January 2010. Mm-hmm. And our last one was February of 2020. And it was actually we brought up Tadashi. It was Tadashi, Hovey, Lecrae. Oh, all oh. these guys was the last Oh wow! Yeah. Big, yeah. yeah. Which was February of 2020, which was Hovey's album release party. Yeah, so yeah. That yeah. was the month we shut down for the pandemic. That was the month before. February. Was, oh, we. Yeah, oh, we started March. hearing about it in February. We shut down in March. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So it was like was two week weeks before. before. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. like a week or two before yeah. the whole shutdown. We shut down because Hovey was here, like right before. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I was here with him. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. There was probably three, four hundred people in the in the room that 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 night. Um, and we've had up to eight, nine hundred thousand people before. You know, on the last Friday of the month. Mm-hmm. Of course, it didn't start that way. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Um, but I think it kind of peaked out. You know, I say peaked like we had our biggest crowds, 2015, 16, maybe 17. Mm-hmm. And it started to turn downward. Yeah. After that, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because we've been around so long. It's the whole industry, or yeah, the industry wise, like you know, people just it just started to go lower and lower. And then we tried to do a few after COVID. You know, I think we did one 
in 2021 mm -hmm. or maybe two in 2021 and it just wasn't the same it didn't yeah. feel the same yeah. Mm. Yeah. you know what i mean i felt like we were striving and trying to just keep something going yeah that maybe the lord was like hey it had its it ran its course yeah mm -hmm. it had its season you know what i mean just because we've always done it doesn't mean we have to always continue it. to do it yeah. mm -hmm. and we're big on that we're okay with you know pruning things and stopping things so yeah. you know a lot of my team didn't want to stop and i'm like you know what guys let's just hit the pause button on the big events and you know what i mean and, yeah. and let's focus on other things yeah and we did that um and i feel like what the lord has been speaking to us as a movement as a church is that the new mega, the new big is multiple small, mm -hmm. you know, and I think people are looking for something real. People are looking for community. Mm -hmm. People are looking for, you know, yeah. it, culturally it's like that, right? Culturally, yeah. like everybody's yeah. starting, everybody's entrepreneurs now. Everybody's kind of doing their own thing, right? Everybody wants to be an artist. So it's like, how do we teach people how to do these different things? Yeah. You know, you're asking my man questions about if somebody's an artist, you know, mm -hmm. give them some advice. So yeah. it's like, mm -hmm. how do we how do we teach people how to really live this thing out in whatever aspect they're trying to live it out in? Right. Yeah. Again, whether they work at racetrack or whether they want to be a hip hop artist or an R&B artist or they want to be a lawyer. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you how do you really live this thing out? And so that doesn't happen in the context of mega crowds. Yeah. Yeah. But it does happen over a dinner table. Yeah. It does happen, you know, over over listen to a podcast like this. Yeah. You Mary know, at so, the diner. Mary at the diner, bro. Come on now. Y'all got stock in that place yet? A Listen, lot of ministry happening Mary at the diner, man. Here's something that's really funny. It's like Mary at the diner just redid their steakhouse. Mm. And it's called, uh, do you know what it's called? The Camp Road? Uh -huh. Chop House. Boom, there it is. Mary at the oh, Chop House. Chop house okay. And it is fire. If y'all oh, get yeah. a chance, go. So I end up, me and my wife go the other day just on a date, and we, go, we went to Mary the Chop House. Gus, who's the owner of Mary the Diner, was there. Yeah. Wow. And he's like, bro, where have you been? How's the group? How's the, you know what I mean? And, and I know him. Yeah, yeah. I don't have stock in it. <laughs> but I need to. You should. Yeah, you That's should. what I'm saying. You built that place. You but did. long story short, like, this dude just took care of us. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's dropping appetizers on our, on, our, on our table. He's, you know, giving us desserts. Yeah. It was yeah. me. Actually, yeah. And so uh, it was my wife's birthday. That's what it was. Oh, and so birthday. long story short, what, what's really been dope about the relationship with Mary the Diner, we've even been a light to them. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he, he asked about like the ministry. He asked about all of us. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah and yeah. I feel like we've been a light to, you know, to, to them and their family because it's a family ran yeah. mm -hmm. business, restaurant yeah. business. Yeah. yeah. And so it's been really, really dope. And they've always just taken care of us. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, they got like four restaurants. They got like five, and, I think. Five, yeah. yeah in, All right. In the metro Atlanta area. Yeah. But it just shows you that's like real community ministry where you guys were plugged into the city. It wasn't just, and, uh, you know, we fall victim to this a little bit where it's like you're always thinking internationally and nationally, like, how yeah. can I reach these people over here? But the people around you don't know you. You guys were really, really um, yeah. dedicated in making mm -hmm. sure you were seen in the city. So mm -hmm. 100%. that's a big thing. Yeah. yeah, and I think like, you know, and I think this was brought up when, when he was being interviewed. If you're faithful with, you know, the little things, yeah. the Lord wouldn't trust you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. even if it is the hundred, being faithful with the hundred, yeah. 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 you know, listeners but, or faithful with yeah. whoever it is that God put in front yeah. of you. But you were faithful with city takers. Yeah, that's so what I'm saying. I, so hearing the story about Maverick City and Kirk was like, that's second nature. Like hearing yeah. that mm -hmm. was like. That's Scott. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we know yeah. Scott being faithful, yeah. going to... Because we went to prisons with y'all before yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, and other stuff. So just seeing that, it's just like, God knew. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, when you think about stuff in your past and how God got you all the way up to right now, it's just like, wow, God, you knew back then. Yeah, and you know what's interesting is like, 
I mean, don't get me wrong. It was super dope to stand up at in in, in L.A. and see Kobe's jersey. Yeah. Wow. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah, yeah. With a, with a packed out, sold out stadium, yeah. Staples mm-hmm. Center, mm-hmm. or it's called something different now, right? The crypto, crypto, crypto arena, arena yeah, yeah. right? That's su- it's super dope. Yeah. But at the same time, we look at platforms like that, like as a level of success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. The reality is. When we went to the prison, yeah, oh, no, that was you know yeah, I don't know how long that. ago that was. Yeah, yeah twenty kids or twenty people, yeah. you know, men yeah. there or thirty, mm-hmm. whatever it is. It's like sometimes in the kingdom, mm-hmm. that success, that's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. that's the success. big, yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean. That's yeah. like, and you don't know whose life you're impacting and changing. The reality yeah. is, like, we look at stuff, like we look at downtown Atlanta. The Bank of America building is the biggest. Yeah. But from God's perspective, they all look the same. Yeah. 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 That's good. And sometimes we look at, you know what I mean? And so for me, I don't ever want to be moved by platform, position, prestige, or titles, or any of that money. I'm moved by the heart of God. Yeah. And I think when we have that perspective, you know, when you're at your job and you're loving on your neighbor and you're you're sharing music or you're sharing testimony or you're sharing Mm -hmm. anything and it's impacting lives, like in the kingdom, that's huge. Yeah. That's huge, you know what I mean? And so yeah. we applaud people because we look at the crowd and we look at the platform yeah. and we look at the notoriety. Yeah. But God ap- applauds us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we're faithful with the few little things, yeah. right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Mm. And so I never, you know, like I praise God for the last few years. I really do. Yeah. But if that never happens again, I praise God still. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? And and yeah. it's not even about that. It's really about yeah. You know the multiplication of the kingdom, yeah, man. yeah. in but every I, aspect. But still, I think mm-hmm. that the thing is trustworthiness, being trustworthy yeah. with the small. And I think just thinking about King David and how he was trustworthy with the smaller stuff, and then when he got what he got, yeah. got him to, is still there. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think that's just the amazing thing of your trustworthiness of you yeah. starting a church, city takers, all the stuff that led up to what you're talking about now, yeah. and it's just. God amazing you know what mm-hmm. I mean he, he is amazing yeah. and now now really you know what really gets me excited is when I see people I'm pouring into winning yeah mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I mean yeah, they're yeah. being fruitful and multiplying yeah. Yeah. and so literally yeah. the Lord over the last few years has me replacing myself in everything I do mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. trying to work myself out of a job in everything <laughs> I do so now yeah. all the ministry all the movement all the outreach and we call it micro churches now like yeah are, are leading themselves because of my leaders that uh, I've been pouring into are leading them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's and awesome. so, you know that's what I mean? So and that's how we multiply and that's how you take a city. Yeah. That, yeah. Right? That's how, yeah. yeah. That's multiply really mission good. all over the city. Man, we're proud of you, Scott, man. Thank yes. you, bro. And we, we love you. Um, mm-hmm. Glad you got some rest. Seriously. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. bro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, love you, man. So, um, anything else you want to tell them that you, now that you're back, yeah, that they can um, support you on? Uh, you know, yeah, we just got a lot going on. And so you just check out the website, citytickers.com. Yeah. We got a big back-to-school thing coming up on July 30th. Yeah. Um, we'll be raising some money for backpacks and school supplies mm-hmm. and things yeah. like that. Cool thing about what we're doing is that it's not just like us handing out bags to people who show up. Yeah. We're actually support a lot of other boots-on-the-ground organizations who nobody even knows about gotcha. or has a network to raise money or get backpacks or stuff like that. So we actually got a, mm. a new partnership with Jockey, believe it or not. Mm. Oh, wow. oh, okay. Jockey Clothing Company, Underwear okay. Company. They're yeah. actually, you know, supporting 
the back to school thing. Gotcha. Okay. Um, Reach, I think, is going to be involved in it. Maybe Track Stars will be involved in That's it. Not, That's not. Yeah. And yeah. so we'll do a big back to school thing okay. where we're going to not only give out backpacks that day, but we're going to go drop them off at the public schools awesome. on the oh. west side of Atlanta awesome. and then all these other organizations. So we'll probably get around two, 3,000 backpacks mm-hmm. full of school okay. supplies. Gotcha. Okay. Is the goal. That that not only blesses our community yeah. and our people, yeah. but literally like all over the city yeah. will be blessed because it'll all co- kind of go through City Techers. Awesome, so. awesome. And last thing, can you talk about uh, Flavor Fest Atlanta Summit? Yeah, so Flavor Fest June 10th. That's right around the corner. Yep. Um, coming up, doing a one-day bunch of workshops. I'm speaking. Pastor T will be speaking. It's at Renovation Church mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Pastor Leon's Crump. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, and then there's gonna be a, a concert that night. Yeah. Um, there's some pr- there's some pretty cool artists being talked to. I, I don't know. Say I haven't seen the list. I haven't yeah, seen the lineup. So I, I, I think I think they're still that. waiting on. But I think Breeze is locked in. Oh, okay. P Sun. Okay. Bunch of other local Atlanta guys and. Yeah, I can't say it because it's not it's not one hundred percent sure. But trust me, no yeah. matter what, you're gonna wanna yeah. be there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Flavorfest.org is the website. Yeah. Um, so we're super hype about that. That's coming up. Okay. And then we you know, we got Crossover Church ATL. Mm-hmm. We meet every Sunday at ten forty five. Right now we're in a temporary location. Okay. Part of the journey, right? We had to move three times since twenty twenty. Mm. Wow. But God has something beautiful on the horizon. Okay. That's Very dope, awesome. man. Sounds good. Crossoverchurchatl.com. Yeah. We're on all social media, and yeah, right, come man. hang out yeah, with us anytime. Man. Let's get back into it. You in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Hey, I know how hard it can be. I, I'm an artist as well. And whenever you release a song you think is dope, you're like, man, this is going to be the one. You have to go through the process of marketing. That's the hard part. That's when it really, really, really gets serious, right? Because even if you got a dope song and nobody knows about it, it's going to be a flop. So if you know the process, that means you got to go to each website, follow their submission rules, email them, do whatever they need you to do one at a time. These outlets do not like to be spammed. They do not like to be put on BCC lists, uh, email spam lists. But never fear, we have come up with a way to solve this problem. We created something called the Single Maximizer. Single Maximizer allows you to fill in the details for your song one time, and we customize it for each outlet and send it out to all of them for you. Not in a mass email, not a spam, individual emails customized exactly what they asked for in their music submission guidelines. It's an amazing tool. We use it for ourselves and our own music. And we're trying to share it with you guys. So go to trackstars.com or slash single maximizer. Take advantage of it right now. It's an amazing tool. Check it out. Let us know your success stories. Tell us what works. Trackstars.com. Go check it out right now. Now, I'm in the field with Track Stars right now. I had a blessed time. Hopefully, you guys are listening. If you're not, then you're losing. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go.